Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Um, thanks for doing this, man. Thanks for giving us your time. Yeah, no problem. Um, Diener Schnitzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I was just saying, like, we, we I mean, Lofa was going to be late. We missed our chance to talk about Lofa while he wasn't here. So we'll never get that chance back again. This meeting is being recorded. I was just pressing the record button, you know, just in case some magic happens. That's all. You know. <laughs> Always <laughs> possible with Curse. <laughs> is, is, that a, is that like a sponsor for the podcast? Wiener Schnitzel? Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? We can't really it's, hear it's you. It's pronounced Wiener. You, you, you use the W as a V. It's a V? <laughs> Are you a Wiener Schnitzel fan? Wiener Schnitzel. Well, my mom's German. I'm half German. Uh, Jermaine's microphone is coming through really really quiet is this better right here yes yeah. so Jermaine, <laughs> you were you were you were you were impressed by our wiener schnitzel backgrounds and apparently we're pronouncing wiener schnitzel wrong your mother is from germany how should we pronounce yes. it it is wiener schnitzel wiener yes which is actually kind of funny so we we have a guy here he's installing um this thing called putt view he's front it's a german-based company and we could talk about where I'm at a little later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's from Germany. It's his first time in the States. And I told him that my mom's from Würzburg using the W. And then he corrected and said, no, it's Würzburg. It's mm-hmm. Würzburg? Mm-hmm. Apparently. How, how would he pronounce Munich? Because apparently I've been pronouncing <laughs> that one wrong, too. <laughs> Probably Munich or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Who Cliff Averill told us it was like Moon Moon Chick oh, or something. Babs. Or no Babs. Babs. Oh, sorry, sorry, Babs. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I've been, you know what? Honestly, I've been talking to too many Seahawks legends lately. You guys, I've lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine oh, Curse yeah. over here. Robert Turbin over here. Cliff Averill over here. We're getting the guests, Lofa. Yeah. Well, we That's appreciate cool. your time catching up with us, man. This is the yeah, cold sure. open, which uh, is not brought to you by Wiener Schnitzel. It's actually brought to you, but guys, by our friends at Fit My Foot. Uh, the cold open today brought to you by Fit My Foot because Fit My Foot has revolutionized the footwear industry. They brought custom footwear to your smartphone with the ability to scan your feet, Jermaine. It's not creepy. It's for insoles. Okay, it's okay. not like a it's not like an internet foot thing <laughs> that you might have heard yeah. about on other websites. This is so yeah. that you can have comfortable feet. You can even have insoles for flip flops, or they make custom flip flops for you, right, Lofa? Yeah. Oh, word. What is this place? What is this called? Fit my oh, foot. Fit I've my had foot. Them, I've had it for like five years, Jermaine. You want? I'll, I'll get you the hookup. I know a guy. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let we'll, me know. We'll get you hooked up, man. 80% of their customers reported feeling less pain when they use the insoles or the, the flip-flops like we're talking about. They have 3D-printed custom arch support. And our uh, listeners can use our special promo code, LOFA20, to get 20% off right now. And you get your insoles Ooh. delivered within 14 days. 20%? That's a... yeah. <laughs> Anything attached to LOFA is a good deal. Man. <laughs> We got our Jermaine on all the time. <laughs> positive, man. I love this. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Now I don't want to, Lofa. Something. Hey, you know, we're going to Germany. Yes, we are. We are going to are Germany. Are you guys going? We are. Are you guys? You guys got to connect uh, with uh, their their social media group. Uh, they're the the. Um, yeah. hey, I'm on a podcast. Here. <laughs> 
Who's that? They can join. Who is that? This, this is this is my business partner, Greg Bodine. Greg. Oh, what's up, Greg? Let me just get my phone and I'll get out of here. All right, yeah, hey, hurry you up, can join please. Us. We're, we're doing see another chair in there. Get out of here. Uh, I forgot where we were. Oh, hey guys, what? start the show. Oh, oh start okay. The show. Yeah. Thanks, here we go. <laughs> I got the show already started. If you want the run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the clicks in the mud. Best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Every episode, 12 hot takes, and we rapping for Seattle, my place. It's the Take 12 Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brett Davern, he's Lofa Tatupu, and joining us on this episode is Seahawks legend Jermaine Curse. Yeah! Thank you, thank you. Seahawks and Husky That's... legend Lofa. Oh yeah. Husky in the building today. That sounded like a little bit of Jeezy in the, in, in the intro. Who, who, who did the song? Is that this... you? Hey, what? this was put together by our guy B-Boy Fidget, local hip-hop artist up in Seattle. Okay, shout out to B-Boy Fidget. Do it. Do it. I mean, do I like it. Doing intro. Doing it well. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We are coming to you from the Wiener Schnitzel Digital <laughs> Studio. Two <My> locations. <laughs> two locations up there in Western Washington in Everett or Fife. Go on in today. Get some delicious chili dogs or regular dogs. Bratwurst with or without sauerkraut. Hamburgers, uh, root beer floats, ice cream mm. cones, uh, root beer. Uh, what is it? Root beer dipped, beer dipped ice cream cones. cones. So they Ooh. they do like a cone that's like the root beer float. It's everything's delicious up there at Wiener Schnitzel, either in Everett or Fife. Mention our podcast, Take Twelve. Get a free small soda with any purchase. Mm. Do something different for lunch today, Jermaine. Right? I had to hit them up. Come on. Everett and Fife? Yeah, man. Everett and Fife. Two locations. You know, actually, Wiener Schnitzel, <laughs> now I can't stop saying it that See, way. Now you call it it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know, they've been up in Everett since the 60s. It's just a lot wow. of people don't really realize they're up there in western Washington, but they're up there with the two locations, so check them out. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Also, shout out to Fit My Foot and Bet Online and Epic Seats and Simply Seattle and everybody. But before we just do nothing but live reads, guys, let's talk football yeah. and let's talk about our Seahawks. Uh, they're rolling into this weekend where they take on the Arizona Cardinals. That's where this streak sort of started a few weeks ago, especially with the defense. Um, just give me your overall impressions, maybe, Jermaine, of the, the season so far. I mean, they're playing great, but then this game coming up this weekend. Yeah, uh, first impressions, I mean, I think everybody kind of had their doubt at the beginning, but uh, just like a typical Pete Carroll team, that's probably exactly how he liked it and how he wanted it. And, um, you know, just kind of being a part of that, you know, of being a part of something like that. Um, you know, this 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 team really kind of gives me, like I came in at 2012, like 2010, 2011 vibes where – you know, you you got young players and they're making big impacts. I mean, mm -hmm. you got K nine, Kenneth Walker, and you got uh, Tariq Woolen, Michael Jackson. Like you got guys that are early on. It, it took them a couple years to get their their feet, um, you know, going. And now they're they're kind of feeling a lot more comfortable out there. The swag is kind of coming out there a little more. They're yeah. playing with a lot more confidence. Um, it's a lot of fun to watch. And then. Um, I got to give major props to Geno Smith. Yeah, um, of course. 
Yeah. I, I'll be the first person. I was very skeptical of seeing if they could do uh, anything with him um, at quarterback. But, you know, I have the utmost respect of his journey of, you know, being with the Jets and then bouncing around. And I have the utmost respect for his ability to just kind of stick with the process, trust uh, his own process and um, remain confident in his ability to to play the game. And um, it's been a lot of fun watching him play. I mean, I mean, the dude's playing lights out. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's and and it's not like, you know, this is day in and day out that he's making these, you know, certain type of throws that make you just kind of be like, wow, like that was a great throw. He's seeing the field. He's putting the – you're not really seeing a lot of, of validity in his game. He's, he's – you know, everybody has their ups and downs, but he's he's, he's staying the most consistent. And, yeah. you know, Coach Coach Pete, he, he – Coach Carroll, he, he loves a consistent quarterback. Yeah. So – yeah, oh, totally. Lofa, uh, what do you think about this game coming up with the Cardinals? I mean, like I said, this is where this streak with the defense began. This is where this hot streak began a couple weeks ago. Can they keep it going? Yeah, it is. And just like Jermaine said, the confidence is the biggest part that I see. Um, you know, guys playing with edge and attitude and swagger. Yeah. So I think I'm very confident in them going into this week. Uh, and I think with D-Hop coming back, it's going to be a lot more of a challenge. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Jermaine can speak to – how much uh, a receiver like that impacts the game. But uh, biggest thing is after that game, I saw the Cardinals do a little more design QB runs, like just like that 50-yarder Murray hit us with. It was a QB counter. They pulled both the backside guard and tackle. So um, I think a lot more that he ended up with 100 yards rushing that day that kind of kept them in the game. Um, And so that's really what I I think he's going to use his legs more. And he's got D-Hop back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, Jermaine, yeah, talk about that, the receiver. I mean, De- De- DeAndre Hopkins, obviously one of the best <laughs> to ever yeah, do it, probably, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, so when you get a guy like that back, I mean, he wasn't there for the first game. He'll be back for this yeah. one. But, hey, we got the we got Tariq and, you know, uh, Kobe yeah. and the, the guys. So Mike Jack, yeah. so. And, and, you know, a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, uh, I mean, he's he's been probably the most consistent out of any receiver in terms of production, no matter what quarterback he Without had. the I mean, same he probably had like yeah. 12 different quarterbacks in Houston, and he was still putting up the numbers, still uh, producing. So anytime you get a receiver kind of like that coming back, it's always going to, to help your offense because you know you have a go-to person. Um, the interesting thing would be, you, you had mentioned before, is kind of the, the kickstart of the defense. Um, from my observation – you know, guys kind of like uh, Kyler Murray, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, um, guys who are, you know, rely on mobility because they're not the tallest. They don't really see. Um, you're starting to see a lot of defensive uh, um, pressures in terms of you see the DNs, they're all rushing to a certain spot and stopping and not over overextending the rush because they're keeping them in the pocket because it is, I mean, it's hard being 5'10 around that, that height to see above the tackles in the garden and see the field. So you're seeing a lot of defenses use their edge rushers to to push up the field and, and create this bubble. I mean, for a taller quarterback, I mean, they probably love the pocket, but yeah. Yeah. for somebody who relies a lot on um, moving around to see the field, uh, it, it becomes a little difficult. And you see guys or teams kind of using that against Russell. You're seeing guys use that against Kyler. Um, now, if you let them out, they're going to definitely make you pay for it. So I think a lot of teams are are kind of emphasizing on that. Um, offensively, 
I mean, the, I think the sky's the limit, you know. I, you know, we, we you had a, a great running back like Rashad Penny go down and, you know, Pete and John, they just hit a home run in the draft of getting uh, Kenneth Walker. Yeah. And he's just been proving that uh, with every opportunity he gets. I think you just continue to feed him the rock and they're going to have to come and bring that extra safety down. And then you utilize DK, uh, Marquise Goodwin and Tyler Lockett and those receivers and those uh, single high coverages and one-on-one matchups. Um, so it, it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how uh, the defense responds. Like you said, you have Tariq uh, Woolen and, and uh, Michael Jackson, Tariq, you know, he, he, you know, physicality wise and size wise, he matches up really well with DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, as great as a receiver he is, he's not a guy that really like creates the most separation, but if that ball is thrown in that, in, in his catch range, he, he's catching it. So there's going to be a lot of uh, D shed uh, teach tape. I'm pretty sure he's in there teaching how to play through the hands and play through all the way through the, the whistle. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see if they can keep this streak going and continuing to play competitive ball and uh, giving themselves chances to win games. Yeah, totally. Lofa. Well, just the cage rush. I'll just go to that. The what? Keep him in the uh, pocket. Yeah, I took your point. <laughs> yeah, keep him in the pocket is the cage rush, and you know. So I don't care if you're five ten, unless you have like a ten foot wingspan and your yeah. release point is super high. Those balls get deflected, and you you know it's a tough day. And Mayfield, have, same yeah. instance. He's getting balls batted, batted left down. And right. And so, you know, that that takes away – that's a full down. That's, that's a burnt down is what we used to call it. So, yeah, the cage rush is what he was alluding to. And then D-Hop, yeah, dude, he's physical at the point of attack, you know, at the moment of yeah. impact. When when that ball's anywhere near him, he goes up and gets it. And then he's very, very savvy with yeah. grabbing the DB and thro- pulling him into him while yeah. he's going. And he uses <laughs> their momentum against him. It's, it's incredible. It's almost like yeah. a prize fighter in the UFC that knows how to, you know, counter punch and, and do the little things and then get them into an arm bar. It, that's really what like we're watching. Yeah. And, um, and then he had one Harrison Smith was all over him last week and he caught it one handed. Um, he's got the biggest hands. Yeah. The biggest hands. Mitts. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I wish I had. <laughs> I was measuring right now. I mean, you just, just one handed it. Yeah. Everybody hand. put your just hands your up hand. in the zoom. Come on now. Let's get a screenshot. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, well, so he presents problems. Yeah, well, yeah. speaking of presenting problems, though, and we, we've been touching on it, but and heaping praise where praise should be heaped, the Gino Show, right? Lofa, we talked about it. Yeah. It's the Gino Show, and um, he's playing great. And but but the confidence, and you you guys both said it. But not only the confidence with the players, but the confidence of the fan base. Because I got I to speak from the, the voice of the fans here. Like R- Ryan and I this morning, the missing link and I, were talking about how it, it just you kind of have that weird feeling right now as a Seattle sports fan. We get this with all our different teams, the Seahawks, the Mariners, doesn't matter who it is. We're like they're playing good and we're all a little bit uneasy because <laughs> it feels a little weird. But at the yeah. same time, we have this, this confidence is, is, is growing that it's not a fluke anymore and that it's not just sort of like, oh, one game. Like now, now it's been a few games in a row and now we're feeling like we're, we're do- we are who that team who we thought we were or whatever, right? And, and as fans, like for some reason it's got us a little nervous, but it definitely has us excited, right, Ryan? It's, it's exciting. It's, it's to the point where 
you don't want to shut off the game. You don't want no, to leave. Of course, not. third quarter we still have a chance. We're yes. in it, and now you're you're in it till the very end. Well, I think going into this season, no matter who you were, no matter what you were saying, we all thought that the team had great pieces, and there was just one question mark at one position, right? Well, that question mark has been answered, and so now we all yeah. feel great. Yeah, well, I think yeah. The, the the scariest thing for opposing defenses is Gino's not doing it just throwing it to one guy. Right. He's no. distributing everywhere. Right. The running backs on checkdowns, the tight ends. We which we've had a lot of great tight ends, but we just really right. haven't seen them put up many numbers. Right, not no opportunities yeah. for them. We're using them, which I know that's what Shane Waldron loves to do, coming from LA and you know and that Sean McVay offense, DK Lockett. Uh, Goodwin wasn't even really fully healthy. Like this was his kind of first game back three, four weeks ago. And so now we're seeing him in the mix and his speed. I, I was there at the game to threw him a quick screen and there was nothing to be had. And he just carved out a first down and five more yards. It was, it was insane. Well, so, and that's got to go a long way towards chemistry in the locker room, doesn't it? When you're distributing it all over the place. And that was something else I was going to mention is the chemistry, all the guys at the presser together, you know, kind of doing that it was cool. jointly. That was really yeah. cool to see, you know, the squad really seems to like each other, like, and, and they're getting along great. And just the chemistry you can feel coming off of the team, which is what is giving, I think, a lot of fans the confidence. Because when you see that the team is having fun and, you know, vibing with each other, you know that yeah. good things are in store, right, guys? I mean, you guys have been in those locker rooms. Well, There's got to be some years where the chemistry is better than others. That's only natural. Well, I was going to say, Jermaine, like the team it most resembled for me was your 2012 team, where it was, you know, kind of up and down to start, you know, in terms of record. But like, in every game and then yeah. winning some of the close ones, which we had lost just in 11 and, and 10 and, but then just took off. And that yeah. was the year where we had like four 50 point games in December. And I think that's where we're trending towards. And so I don't know, maybe you could yeah. speak to how the locker room was in 12, because that's really, I really thought the Hawks were going to win it in 12 too. Yeah. I mean, we were down 21 points in the fourth quarter and actually took the lead against Atlanta, Atlanta in, the, in the playoffs. So mm -hmm. I think well, what I think that game in Atlanta really kicked off, you know, the belief of what we could do the following year in which we won a Super Bowl. But, yeah, the, the, the culture from, you know, just kind of knowing how Pete is and how, Lofa, you know, you've been with, been with Pete for a very long time and just kind of how they operate and everything um, – the, you know, from being to Seattle, I got to see the Jets. I got to see Detroit for a little bit. And I I can sit here and say there's no other organization that is, like, built culturally like how Pete does it. And not necessarily with how, like, Pete does it, because it, it, it takes Pete to give the power to the players to kind of mold the 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 blueprint of how he runs things because at the end of the day the, the parents have or not the parents the players have to to own it and yeah, they're the yeah. ones that's setting the standards and um is you're, you're kind of seeing that a little uh, well a little bit here and uh, with this team where you know guys are buying in again and guys are focused guys are intentional about you know um the small things they're they're intentional about their chemistry with each other right uh, their relationship with each other, because that was one of the big aspects uh, from the time that I was in Seattle with our team. I mean, and it, and it shows today, like, you know, those guys, Doug, Cliff, Sherm, all those guys, Mike B, Cam, we all still communicate, even Lofa, 
communicate. We all still communicate with each other. And that was built on the foundation of the relationships we had during our playing time. And you can kind of see that um, with this team. Like I, like you said, you saw the uh, DK and Tyler and, and Gino doing the presser together. That's a sign of unity. Yeah. Um, that's a sign of, of, of relationship and chemistry. I'm not saying they didn't have that before. I'm just saying that it's pretty evident. It's very clear, you know, that you can see it. So um, it, it, it's really cool to see this this time coming up. November and December is probably the most important parts of the season. You know, you know, the first couple months you're kind of building, you're, you're building momentum. Well, realistically, this is kind of where a lot of parts are moving, where teams are, you know, you're going to see which teams are contenders. Yep. And which team are pretenders? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, November and December are, is a big, you know, big part of the season where you're going to see a lot about the team and, and and where they're headed. Well, it just feels different. I mean, Lofa, there's been years in the past where the record has been better, but the feel from the team wasn't this yeah. thing we're feeling right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, just like um, you know, um, Jermaine was saying, you know, where you see some lulls or some dips. We're not seeing that because everybody's believing and they're buying into the message and, and they're, they're, yeah. they're relaying the message, you know, to each other and keeping each other accountable. But I think the coolest thing I see is how much unselfish ball is being played, you yeah. know, whether it's taking on a block to, to keep another guy free. Uh, when Jermaine and them were on the squad in the first, you know, early years of the dynasty that was built, you know, um, Jermaine was on kickoff kicking people's asses. Oh, Doug we've Baldwin talked about that on, on here a bunch. Team. Yeah, the he special was on teams. Punt return, yeah, blocking. Totally. You know, and these were key contributors to our wins. These were starters. And so to see Will Disley go down, our starting tight end, go down and knock a ball loose. Shout out to like, uh, uh, NFC, NFC Special Teams Player of the Week, yeah, Will Disley. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's huge because now everybody else sees, hey, there's no job too small. Everyone's buying in. It's like exactly. that's how you build that culture, and it's, it's beautiful and refreshing. That's how see, they right? do it at UW, Lofa. You know, the Huskies, they'll Whoa. get in there on punt coverage. They'll get on there on kickoff, whatever wow. they got to do, you know. Remember Cody Pickett, there, even quarterback running down on, on hey, kick coverage? Come Cody on Pickett now. Cody Pickett was a bad dude. Shout yeah, out to Cody he Pickett. sure was. That's right. Anyway, he's a real uh, cowboy. He is. He is. Um, yeah, man. I mean, we talk about that on here all the time, you know, and it's, it's really cool to see. Everybody wants to be a Batman. And sometimes you got to come to realization that you might be a, a good and okay Batman, but you might be an elite Robin. And once people start understanding their roles and becoming elite in their roles, that's when the team is very dangerous. Well, said, uh, it, it, because there's only so many spots for somebody to be the guy. And once everybody accepts their roles, and are and and Pete does a really good job of, of, of preparing people to be because he doesn't want you to do anything outside of yourself. He just wants you yep. to be you and the best you. Your best you. And that's all he's going to ask for. He's not going to ask for anything more. And so people can just be elite at being themselves and in the role and position that they're assigned or that they kind of get a feel for throughout the season. That's when a team becomes dangerous. And that, and at the end of the day, when you win. Everybody wins. Everybody's happy. When you win, everybody wins. What you, if, when you win, whatever you want selfishly, you're going to get that and more because winning cures everything. There, mm-hmm. It cures all confrontation. It, it cures all uh, mishaps and, uh, you know, failures or whatever. Like at the end of the day, when you win, everybody wins. And so committing to being elite 
in your role, like I said, not everybody has has to be the Batman. You can be an elite Robin and you can, I mean, you can have a, a hell of a career being an elite Robin or, you know, or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Just no, I hear you, man. Being yeah. an elite. And Pete celebrates that in the meeting room. A hundred percent. So it makes you want to do it more. It just, yeah. <laughs> it gives such, you know, ownership to your role and yeah. driving in it. it and so to what you, you mean. It affirms oh. that you're, that you, it's easy to kind of be like, oh, I'm not doing, doing well yeah, enough. Down on I don't got enough catches or I don't yeah. got enough yards. Well, Pete is in the meeting showing highlights of why your role is important and why you're valued on this organization. Doing the stuff that kind of goes unnoticed or not show yeah. up on the stat sheet, you know, blocking a kick and do things like that, making a key block exactly. to spring. That's why I, you know, naturally I just, Hey, Gino carrying out that fake sprung Kenneth Walker on that touchdown run. Most quarterbacks don't even carry out the fake. Pete yeah. definitely pointed that out. I promise you in the meeting room. And then Shelby Harris running 30 yards to catch Daniel Jones, who I've seen him outrun linebackers and safeties. So Pete definitely pointed that out. And that's that's the kind of the beauty ship, the beauty thing of the, the ownership that he gives to these yeah. players is that they embrace these roles and they're like, oh, I can I can do that every day for you. How about and, DK's yeah. how about DK's fake route on the yeah. Kenneth Walker touchdown run? Did you, you guys that see that? The fake just smart fade? football. Yeah. That was yeah, because awesome. why why turn back and and probably get a penalty, a block in the back or a clip or hold. Yeah. And it just, and then it just, I feel the point is genius. That was on the Dory too. I mean, and he had a great game. He had a great game, but he got him with that one. That yeah. Great. Um, the, uh, I have to do a live read. I got to give Gino one more okay, praise. Go, go, go. Yeah. I look back at it and at the game, I rewatched it and there were three catches, one to DK, one to Lockett, and then one to uh, Goodwin across the, the back of the end zone that if those are caught, they were perfectly placed. It's another hundred yards and two touchdowns. So like he already had 202 touchdowns, no interceptions. It was already a special game, but that's really what excites me is that those are going to be caught in the next few weeks. And then yeah. You don't be surprised when you see 304 touchdowns, five touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think if I'm hearing Lofa right, what he's saying is take the over oh. at <laughs> betonline.ag, everybody. Move. One of our sponsors. It's betonline.ag. Either the mobile app, which you can download from any app store, or you hit the browser at betonline.ag. Uh, you got the NBA is is starting up. World Series is going on. NFL, of course. Um there's, I mean, horse racing if you want to. They also have a 24-7 online casino that never closes at betonline.ag, your continued source for all sports wagering. Um, use our promo code. Believe 50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. That's right, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, Bet online where the game starts. It's time for a word from our friends at ButcherBox. That was a few words from our friends at ButcherBox. Um, back to the show. Jermaine, um, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a game this weekend. We're all looking forward to it, and we could chat football all day long, but I kind of want to know what you're up to lately, man, and what you going, what you got going on. I mean, it looks like you're calling in from your own bat cave there. Yeah, uh, so um, I've been working on opening a golf facility. I know a lot of people that follow me or who've got to know me, I became extremely addicted to golf. <laughs> I even compete competitively now in amateur oh, wow. events. Like that's how into it I am. Awesome. Um, but I was, you guys, 
Well, I don't know if we started the show, but you guys met my business partner, Greg Bodine. Oh, he's on um, there. He's, we don't need to give Greg two mentions. Okay. Come on, Tremaine. <laughs> he's been, well, I, I will say, so he caddied on tour for, for about 10 years. Oh, he wow. did uh, most of his time with Tony Finau. Um, I get, I, I'm, I'm his biggest hype man because when Tiger won, uh, the masters in 2019, Greg was in that final group oh, wow, with Tony, yeah. cool. they played in that. So he got to wow. see that firsthand. So yeah, I, I, awesome. I always like to kind of bring that up. Cause that's like my, my like trophy thing for him. So I'd be like, Oh, did you know, <laughs> but, uh, but no, we're, we're, we're opening a, a performance, uh, golf facility. Um, we're out here in Redmond. Oh, cool. um, yeah, we're out here in, in, in Redmond. It's about 13,000 square feet. We got eight simulator bays. We got a short bay, uh, short game uh, complex. We even got a bunker in here. We wow. got another putting green with uh, this some uh, really cool technology from Germany, which is called Putt View, which they scan our green. They'll project. We have projections. They'll show you the break, putting. You can do putting games, all that. Like a live video um, game. Yeah, it's, wow. it's actually pretty cool. But yeah, we, we started this about two years ago, planning this, and we kind of we've you know all our, got all our all of our ducks in a row, and we've been just kind of pushing this out. We're in the uh, we're almost done in the build out. Um, we're going to be doing some open houses stuff in in November towards the end of November. We'll open in December fifth, I believe, is our targeted what date do you, for what opening. are you guys called we got to send everybody over oh there. yeah so we're called the evergreen golf club this there is us go. right here yeah oh, nice um, go check them out yeah our website is going live i believe this saturday so at evergreengolfclub.com go check it out um it's going to be sweet nice. it's going to be you know we'll have all the technology a tour pro we'll have in there and you know, you know how Seattle and Washington gets around this time. Oh so. man, I smell a Take Twelve live event, Lofa. Right? Oh, that'd be you dope. know what? We we would love for you guys to to do this. That'd do, be fun. Uh, a yeah. live event. Well, I could use Maybe. all the help I can get on my swing. I mean, Lofa smashes, yeah. but I especially well, my short game. If you got a bunker in there, ooh. short game complex. I mean, I got that and a short guy complex, so I could use <laughs> help with all of it. But uh, but wait. Congrats, first and foremost. Yeah, man. Thank that's, you. that's amazing. But what? What do you have a handicap? Yeah, so I'm I'm like a four. I'm like I bounce like a four or five. Damn. I'm like around that range. Oh, so you can play. play. My handicap's a four right now, but I gotta give myself a buffer a little bit. So <laughs> that's impressive. I'm like a 14, 15. Well, really? the, the, hey, I got a place for you that we can take you down to a ten, <laughs> and then we can work you down to the singles. I'd be excited with ten. You'll be out there. You'll be out there crushing all the scrambles. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, a big, I'm big good scramble for like guy. I'm good for like four or five good shots per round, something like that. It's like there's, well, that, that's that's what gets you hooked. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. that's it, that's exactly right. I'm 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 decent enough to keep me coming back, but yeah, when you, yeah. If you par eighteen, you're like I finally figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, right. You asked B Wall what my favorite, my famous line on 17 is. I think I figured it out. <laughs> That's how it goes. Smash uh, yeah. right down the middle. It's yep. what keeps you coming. I, I got it. I got it. Um, how'd you get how'd you get into the game though? I, I got into my stepdad actually introduced me. Well, I was a little interested in college and whatnot, but my stepdad really kind of got me and my brothers into it. And ever since then it's just been this it's, it's honestly a, a lifelong journey pursuit of getting better at the game of golf, but 
Um, it was around 2014 where I really kind okay. of started taking it up. Yeah. You picked it up while you were just, just after college and in the yeah. NFL. Nice. Yeah, and there's a lot, I mean, a lot of guys are, I mean, the, the game is definitely, uh, has, has grown a lot. COVID is, is a big booster to that. I felt kind of like pre COVID, you know, golf was kind of like hitting this little plateau. Um, and you know, I think once COVID hit, it just kind of just gave it a, a huge boost. And now there's so many people playing and so, and, and it's, it's, it's a great thing. It's a great, oh, it's great. You um, get outside. It's a great sport. Gets yeah. you outside. Get some exercise. exercise. Sure. It's great for your mental oh, health. Yeah. You get some exercise. You go gambling with some friends, you know, you yeah. drink a few beers on the service by the seventh hole, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but again, the yeah, outside, the outside, the exercise, the exercise, oh, right. Yeah. The hey, you're getting steps yeah. in. Oh, for yeah. sure. You're getting steps in. <laughs> Score prediction first, fellas. Okay. Jermaine, I'm, kick us I'm, off. I'm saying 28-21 Hawks. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we go 30 on these guys. Ooh. So I'm going, I'm going exactly 30 oh. and I'm going 19. I woke up in the middle of the night and you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty and you're like, Oh man, I know there's some orange juice in the fridge and you get really excited and you go out there and you <laughs> open the fridge, the light comes on, you're drinking that orange juice. I thought of my score prediction during that moment last night in the middle of the night. It hit you? <laughs> no lie. I was sitting there drinking right out of the thing, right out of the jug, which is the best in the middle of the night. It's so ice cold. Anyway. <laughs> And I thought, I thought Seahawks, and it came to me like this, so I think I'm going to nail it this time. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, 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 it hit me like a lightning bolt. Seahawks, 32, Arizona, 29. It's going to happen, guys. Ooh, it's going to happen. shootout, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. So that was from Simply Seattle. If you guys want in on the score prediction challenge, I'm telling you, that's how it hit me. What? Is that what? weird? No, it's great. It's 100% honesty. Lofa told me to be myself on this show, Katie. Okay, yeah, you, you might, have, you might right. have to go. You might have to go put that on the on the book. Orange juice out of the jug. Orange juice out of the 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 plastic thing. Yeah, whatever. Get up the gallon, or you got the little. Yeah. No, it's the one. It's like the one. It's like nicely shaped ergonomically. It's like a simply <laughs> orange, whatever. You guys are making what is it, it a weird. Sunny now. delight. We're, no, no sunny D. This was the real stuff. <laughs> We're moving on. Stop. You're making it weird. Uh, simply Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Simply Seattle is our score prediction uh, sponsor, and you guys can get Simply in on the Seattle. score prediction um, on any of our social media. If you nail the prediction, they'll give you a $50 gift card, and if you get close, we'll give you a $25 gift card or a shot at those. Whatever, I'm all messed up now. The last thing I have to do before we get Jermaine out of here is I have a list of 10 questions. We've asked a few Seahawks legends this list of questions and it's really going to get to know everything we need to know about Jermaine here. Here's my intense music on the clock. 60 oh, seconds okay. or less. <laughs> Rapid oh, fire. Oh. If I, I could find oh. it. Okay, here we go. I might have to sit up for this. No more shenanigans, alright? Lock it up. All right. Let's get serious. Okay. Jermaine Curse. Seahawks Super Bowl champion. Is this trivia questions or is this just like this or that? Uh, you'll see. Whatever okay. comes to your mind. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Huskies legend, Seahawks legend, Jermaine Curse. Heads or tails? Tails never fails. Why number fifteen? Because number two wasn't available by UW, so I took fifteen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Well, you have been called upon to do this probably, so I, I might know the answer. But uh, if called upon, would you rather punt or punt return? Uh, I didn't do punt return. I was a gunner, um, but I would rather get the ball back. But so never punt return. punt return, even like back in high school or anything? No. Really? I did kickoff return, but not not. Who the hell was coaching? Wouldn't you put Jermaine back on punt return, Lofa? Absolutely. See what he could do? Yeah. All right. We had a pretty good punt returner. Okay. Well, no shade or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate your confidence in me. <laughs> I'm a fan. All right. Uh, Jermaine, what was your go-to halftime snack? Uh, go-to halftime snack? Uh, our strength coach, Jamie, would always just bring around oranges, so... It was like inevitable. You're gonna eat an orange. Has <laughs> anybody like, noticed? An orange and then like a Gator. It was like one of those Gatorade little energy little boost little uh, packages. Everybody, they all say oranges. Yeah. Everybody, they're all saying oranges. Yeah. I yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody right. asked you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's probably why they played better than I did. <laughs> uh, Jermaine, if, if you weren't a football player, I guess we know you'd, you'd be a golfer, but is there anything else uh, that you might have dabbled in professionally if you weren't doing either of those two things? I was a big basketball player in high school. I would say basketball. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cool are the Seahawks throwback silver helmet uniforms, and how badly do you want to see the team wear those? 10. 15, if I could possibly pick that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> What is your favorite Pete Carroll-ism? Pete Carroll-ism? Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of describe... What, what, what do we mean by the Pete Carroll-ism? Lofa, what is something Pete says all the time that you love? Uh, it's not me. That was Disley. Uh, no, that was uh, Belor. Belor oh, okay. loves when Pete always... He's like, hey, they think they're going to come in and... Well, bullshit on that. That was Belor's. <laughs> uh, so, like, what kind of quirks does he have that you know you really yeah. thought was funny anything that, about that pete stuck out yeah that reminded you well if the sun's out let it out i still don't get it but he would always say that to me <laughs> <laughs> i think pete just finds things that rhyme you know like yeah. any any good dad around the house just kind yeah. of bopping around you know out, let it out. if the sun's out let it out and i still don't know what it means but if you know it, what's funny i countered that i gave him a i swear it's probably like 2015 I gave him a dollar told him to hold on to it he still has that dollar and he still asks me why did I give him that dollar I'm just kind of trying to figure out why I gave it to him he still holds it he probably still has it in his wallet oh yeah it's probably framed in his office I just gave him a dollar and be like hey hold on to this I'll tell you why how do you know it's the same dollar Wait, wait, but see, has he ever came back and asked you, like, hey, well, why? Well, so I saw, uh, we were at Cliff Averill's retirement party, and he came up to me, and he pulled the a dollar out, and who knows, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was the same one, but he asked me, why did I give it to him? I just said, the time is not right. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, uh, last one for you, J- Jermaine. Um, uh, I need I need to know what is your favorite catch as a Husky and as a Seahawk. Um, favorite catch as a Husky? Well, there's it's between two. I would say one would be my junior year against 
the Cougs in the Apple Cup. It was essentially a game winner. Um, and then as a Hawk, you know, I mean, in terms of the situation, the NFC Championship against Green Bay was is probably my biggest moment catch. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my favorite catch, I think it would either be the Super Bowl, Super Bowl. when I kind of spun around. Yeah. Or, or... We were playing against against Carolina, I believe, before we played uh, Green Bay. Uh, I ran kind of like a, 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 we call it like a pile on the opposite, and rest threw me kind of like a floater, and I was able to, I caught it with one hand, and then I was able to run for 30 yards, and then I got to cap it off by diving at the pylon. It was like, those are like the three things you would want to catch. <laughs> totally. Catching one hand, get to show a little speed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it was only like 30, 40 yards because mm-hmm. I didn't have much after that. Mm-hmm. And then you dive at the pylon. Like, who doesn't want to dive at the pylon for a touchdown? I do. I want to dive at the pylon. Hell yeah. We're out of time, everybody. Jermaine, thanks for your time, man. Really do appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Seriously, guys. Big appreciate fan, Appreciate you guys for having me. I'm I mean, serious about the, the live event at Evergreen Golf Club. Oh, yeah. No, we'll set we it up. We'll talk about that. We'll set it up, everybody. Uh, like, yep. like Jermaine said, they're going to have open houses end of November, opening up in December. You know all you golf fanatics up there in Seattle need an indoor place to go, especially when it gets rainy. So go over and see Jermaine at Evergreen Golf. And Greg, I guess... And Greg, my guy. Gets another free shout-out on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Enjoy the uh, game against the Cardinals this weekend. Our Mr. Steel Yo Chicks t-shirt. You guys can pick that up at our merch store. Use promo code TAKE12. Um, There's also other stuff on there. Still some Let's Ride t-shirts and hoodies, actually, on the merch store. So check that out. Also, our Germany game day package still on sale. Check out Lofa in Germany or 12sinmunich.com. Um, for those game day experience packages, you can have breakfast with Lofa, KJ, uh, the heater. Locklear is going to be there. Um, there's so many Seahawks. Ice I'm forgetting. I, I, McCoy. McCoy. I, I'm starting to forget Seahawks. Huh? All the linebackers in Locklear. KJ's going. <laughs> Leroy. Leroy Hill will be there. Leroy. Uh, Leroy's going. Wow. They'll all be eating breakfast. Bab said he's going to stop by. If you guys are going to be in Germany, you might as well party with us. So go over there and grab the tickets to the game day experience. We also are providing transportation to and and back to where we started from the game. So that alone, I mean, you don't want to be trying to find an Uber or a taxi or ride their version of the subway or whatever they got going on over there. You might as well just get on a big bus with us. Uh, So check out the websites and all that, and it's on our social media. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Thank you. This was an amazing episode for me. You guys, yeah. hands in the middle. We break it down oh, practice yeah. style at the end of the episode, Jermaine. Um, Jermaine. I love this. This is such a great aspect to the ending. Oh, thanks, man. This is such a great idea. Then why so, don't you take one. us home? You you got it. Whatever the receivers broke it down to or whatever you want. Man. Oh, no. We can just take 12 on three. One, two, three. Take, take 12. 12. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.